I'm in the big leagues. Tony don't miss me. Ballin' like Houston. Ayy, feelin' like Whitney. I need a bag, bruh. Send it through quickly. I'm making his dog. Like I'm in the big leagues. Told him that I gotta go, dog. I'm riding a road, y'all. I think that I'm back. <laughs> What's happening? What's happening? Happy Sunday. Sunday. Welcome back to another episode of the Good Tea Great Time Podcast. It's your boy James Woods, the third. And it's your girl, Cook Don Juan, Cook the Thugger, all that. Okay. (laughs) It is July, y'all. July. It's finally July, man. Like, you're flying by. Like, it's the seventh month. Yeah, the seventh month of 2023. I don't know where this year is at. It feels like it's been 2023 for a long time, but then also feel like it's going by real fast. Like, really I don't fast. know. The time is glitching. The, I know. the matrix is glitching because I, I don't it. even understand time anymore. Where the fuck is Neo right. to save the day at this point? Right, because the red and blue pill, I need an option. Okay, I need a green one because I need something to like stop it. Period. I want a pink pill. <laughs> what the pink pill do? What the pink pill? That's actually. No shade. Welcome to my world. We got to find a pink pill. My very Nicki Minaj about it. Mm. Okay. How you feeling today? I am okay. I'm happy to be out of the house. I'm okay. happy that it is not raining. Um, because sure. the weather here has been up and down. Not yet, bitch. It was like 99 degrees yesterday. That's what I'm saying. I don't understand. Like, I have not been getting any vitamin D because I have not been leaving the house. Listen, I've gotten enough. For the both of us, because they've been having me at the park and all kinds of stuff. Oh, gosh. That just sounds not attractive at the moment. At like, Piedmont all. just sounds like hell. Can you imagine how cute it is with uh, some nice shoes, a cute little shirt, mm. some jean shorts, okay. and then your back is sweating? <laughs> <laughs> nah, for real. Like, not even. And that's the thing. Like, even if you were, were to wear black or you were were to something that you can't see the sweat, you can still feel it. And that just makes you feel like a smutty individual. And I don't like it. I don't like it. You couldn't tell me I wasn't taking a bath while I was walking around the park. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. That park should be different. It's crazy. But welcome back, y'all. So happy that you are tuned in today. Hope you're having a great weekend. Um, My weekend has been cool. You know, went to the park, Mm -hmm. took some pictures, kind of getting into photography. Oh, yes. We definitely have to look, though. Yeah, it's only like four. Okay, that's that's fine. That's something. I didn't know where the flash button was. Mm, Interesting. Um, Interesting. But it was really cute. They had like this 40 and over double dutch. Oh, that that is cool. I think I see something like that on Facebook. Yeah, it was was super cute um, seeing the, they were all women and then they would do it and then anybody like if you're around and you wanted Mm -hmm. to try, you can do it. Okay. Um, So that was super cool and they had all kinds of vendors and food. And this, like, lemonade stand that you can get it, like, clean or dirty. Mm. Um, dirty would be with tequila. Mm-hmm. Um, clean would be obviously without. Mm-hmm. But the dirty one, I forgot what it was. But it was blue. I, I got the blueberry one mm-hmm. with tequila, and it was so fast. I drank it so fast. Okay. I felt like an alcoholic. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Ain't we all outside? Yeah, in 99 degrees. That's what I'm saying. Y'all, I would have been a dry day for me because water and juice me down, baby. Okay. I can't do no liquor in the heat. It was cool, though. It was cool. I had a good weekend. Then today, I'm supposed to go into I Fly, so I'm excited slash yes. nervous mm-hmm. about dying there. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. That in the air stuff. Yeah, it's, it's creepy. And even though it's like, oh, no, it's controlled. I'm like, yeah, mm-hmm. until it's not. Yeah, so, until I bust my lip. There's that. And I don't like that. And then you got to sound like a waiver and shit. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Anything I got to sign a waiver is giving Ocean Gate. 
I don't. Okay. <laughs> I don't like I'm good because that means there's a potential that something could happen that to I me. could die. Mm, and yeah. then what am I supposed to do with that? I don't, I don't have a will ready. I don't yeah, know. me. I don't have nothing in order. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have nothing in order. So I gotta get some stuff in order before I can do all that. This is no shade. Got some dental work I got planned. Listen, oh I just God. got too much stuff on the plate right now. I can't do that. What did you do yesterday? Yesterday was Saturday. What yes. did I do Saturday? For some reason, nothing. Um, okay. I was chilling. I did a lot of chilling. I did some editing content. It was a content day. Rest. Got some rest. That's real. I had a very boring Saturday. That guys. sounds very boring. I had things planned, but then everything fell through. And I'm in a place right now where I'm just not finna force it. So if it don't happen, baby, it just don't happen. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I ain't mad at you. Mm-hmm. The, I, rest is important. I don't like what resting because idle minds, well, my idle mind goes bananas. It's the Virgo in me. Mm-hmm. So I got to stay busy and do stuff. So yeah, I don't maybe that's the Virgo in me too. Because <laughs> I just be like, you know what? I could go actually start a new craft. I could do a new hobby. Let's take on jujitsu. Let's start oh, that today. Okay. Yeah, I just be thinking I could do anything. I mean, because you can. Yeah, I can, but my brain really believes that I can do anything. And I'd be like, actually, the way your adrenaline and <laughs> your energy level and the way you like to overthink things, ma'am, calm down. Just chill out. Yeah, it's just okay. breathe. Just let out. It's, it's okay. okay. Um, so today, y'all, I honestly, I had a topic that I wanted to talk about, but when me and Cookie was talking earlier, something just, I don't know, came over me. Mm-hmm. It's in me. Sammy, have you seen the craft? Not at all. Oh my gosh! The craft, all with the little white girls. Okay, and yes. the one black girl with the curly hair. Yes. Yeah, I was so young. I don't it's, remember none. It's one of Rochelle's. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, but see, I don't, I don't remember nothing that happened. Okay. It was like when I was watching uh Sabrina. Was it the Teenage Witch? The Witch. real one, not the cart. Well, nope, that wasn't a cartoon. Was it a cartoon? No, nope, that was like Brace Face. That's besides the point. Um. <laughs> Yes, I rem- I watched that from first season to end. Can't tell you anything that happened. On Sabrina. Yeah. It, it so I think that exciting. it got the same effect as the craft. Okay. I watched that. Don't say anything. Sailor Moon. Sailor Moon is my shit. I don't remember. I you don't remember anything thing. that happened but in Sailor I resin- Moon? But I don't. I think I was too young to remember. Like, it didn't grab me as oh. much as. But I. But for some reason, I wanted to watch it adamantly. Okay. But I don't remember anything. When I watch that as an adult, I don't know what that says about me as a person. But I mean, I, also I, don't I, I, I like smart guy as an adult. Okay. So. Do, 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 Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it was so funny because that's who, uh, that's why when I wanted to first be your friend, I was like, oh, he reminds me of TJ Henderson. <laughs> I wanted to be his friend. I feel like he was him as a kid. That was that you as a kid. That would be fab. That was you as a kid. I That'd feel like fab. that's I'd what it so was. I'd be so rich right now. <laughs> Wouldn't we all? Okay. Wouldn't we all? But yeah, I had a topic. But we started talking, and it kind of led me to a space where I really wanted to have a conversation about timing and Mm. patience Mm. and communication. Mm -hmm. And I know we probably talked about all three of those things before, but I feel like it's the root of a lot of shit. Yeah, for sure. And we can take it one by one. So timing. Mm Mm-hmm. I feel like everything, what they say, everything, all do things in time. Mm-hmm. And in my mind, I'm like, yeah, I get it, but we don't have as much time. We don't know how much time we have. Right. So how do you make the connection with 
okay, be patient and, you know, it'll happen in time. Go with the flow. First, whoever came up with go with the flow can fuck themselves. Okay? Yeah, because what the fuck does what that does even mean? What does it mean? Like, where's the flow? Like, like, I have to redefine that every time somebody. Like, so what does that mean what, for what you? What does it mean? And I had a conversation with a friend yesterday, and he was like, um, I get go with the flow, but a lot of people feel like when you go with the flow, you let control go. But when people build a dam, they control the flow of the water. Mm-hmm. So there's still some level of control in going with the flow because you have to navigate where the flow is going. Right. Or you can just isolate. Okay. And then there's no flow at all. How the fuck do you, how do you, what's the middleman? What's what's the gray area? Even though I hate them. Yeah. I feel like I'm learning that there has to be some kind of balance mm-hmm. between control and letting it all hang out. And that's what the gray area is. Because mm-hmm. um, before I would correlate it with negative stuff like yeah. oh i don't know what's happening or shit's up in the air yeah but i'm learning that there's a positive side to the gray area and you know i'm being intentional mm-hmm. with how i'm moving but i'm also allowing it to play out how it's supposed to play out yeah and i honestly feel like um when people have an issue with the gray area there's a lack of faith hmm. there is some faith that needs to be built there because what this is me speaking somewhat out of my own personal experience but when you get to point a to point b and you have no clue how you got there Mm -hmm. you start being more comfortable or more familiar with that not knowing Mm. and what people won't qualify that as or put a label on that as is that's faith being able to get to point A to point B and you don't know how you got there, but you know you got there. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that control is, I know how I got to point A to point B. I had the resources. I had the time. I had the, 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 uh, the mindset. I had all of these things. But when I don't have the mindset, when I don't have the money, when I don't have the time, how am I going to get there? We still have to get there. Life still goes on. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we have to build that faith. And a lot of times that has been pushed to us as religion. Mm-hmm. But a, uh, this new generation has really taken into this spirituality of it. Mm-hmm. And that can be its own thing. It doesn't have to be that thing where you're in that Baptist church and you got to go up there and catch the whole, It don't have to necessarily be that. But if that's what you want, that's definitely still out here and you can definitely still get that. But I feel like in those moments, that's when I have to turn inwards and say, well, what's not letting me be okay with just understanding that I ain't going to always have a blueprint. I'm not going to always have the formula and I'm always not going to be able to show the work. I can't always show the work. Mm-hmm. And that's what I feel like also with school kind of fucked us up with because they want you to show the work. How did you get there? There has to be some explanation. Yeah. It don't always got to be an explanation in life. In school, there's an explanation. In real life, there isn't always one. Okay. Because, bitch, I swear, in my mind, ever, and I think that that's a really good analogy because in my mind, ever since I was little, there was always a way. Like, mm-hmm. I was always a person to plan things out to reach a goal. Uh, you want your first car? Okay, get a job, save money, apply for financial, whatever, get your car. Okay, you want an apartment? Find an apartment while you save your money, while you already got your job. Like, mm-hmm. it was always steps to things mm-hmm. in growing up. But once I got into adulthood Mm -hmm. and i had achieved those things that required the steps Mm -hmm. now it's like i rarely find myself in situations where um i want something that has a one two three four yeah that's also to say so give me the steps to uh finding a healthy relationship 
bitch. Right. I don't fucking know. <laughs> no, and that's what I'm saying. So some things like, for example, like you said, getting a job, getting a car, getting a house, that's school. Mm-hmm. Relationship. Yeah. How to set boundaries. <laughs> how to say no. Like, that is life. That's where that gray area come in. Ain't no blueprint. Ain't no formula. Ain't no, it may work for somebody else and it may not work for you. And that's why I feel like we weren't even really programmed no. to understand that because school there has to be some type of blueprint. Yeah. There has to be something that I can key in yeah. that's going to get me there. What's mm-hmm. the cheat code? Like, there's something. It ain't now. You got to do the work. And even You're going to have to do the work no matter how ugly, grimy, nasty. You're going to have to do that work. No shade. And even, like, in, in moving from school to being an adult at work, when you're at work, mm-hmm. it's steps. It's, okay, this person needs this. I insert it into the mm-hmm. computer. The computer tells me this. I give that to the person. The person now has this. But like, once you clock out, it's no, and it's, it reminds me of how people say, oh, I want a baby, but I'm not sure if I'm ready. Yeah. And in my mind, I don't have children, but I would think that you'll never be never ready. You can be prepared. Prepared. But you can never be ready because you can halfway once be comes, prepared. Yeah. You, you never know what's going to happen Mm -hmm. and you have to roll with the punches but i feel like it's something that and go with the flow all those things i feel like it's easy to say Mm -hmm. for some people and i don't know why it's easy to say for some people maybe because i don't i don't know i don't know why it's easy when people say oh you know just go with the flow i don't know where that like what what's your thought process to make you feel okay with saying go with the flow because i feel like when you don't have no control over nothing anyway I've never had control over anything. So I, I, I've always lived with going with the flow. That's mm. some people's life experience. Mm. That's real. And so I, they, they, they can thrive in that. Yeah. And I think growing up, like after my parents were separated, um, I never was afforded the opportunity to go with the flow. Yeah. Because I always had to make sure I was good because nobody else was going to. Mm-hmm. Um, nobody else... Uh, I couldn't count on a lot of people to be there for me, mm-hmm. and I couldn't lean on the same people all the time. Right, because so they I would get tired. Yeah, so I just didn't say shit to nobody, yeah. and I just tunnel vision the fuck mm-hmm. out of it and got it done. So now that translates to my life in general mm-hmm. with tunnel vision and getting shit done. Mm-hmm. but And not knowing how to ask for help. Okay. Let's not forget that All one. Right. Yeah, that one too. Right. And I think that could be the story for a lot of people. Yeah. Honestly, because we don't understand it's that that survival mode. A lot of us are still living in survival mode. Baby, you is not that hurt child anymore. You can go out here and seek support. You can go out here and find help. I'm pretty sure there are friends out there that are willing to be a lending uh, ear or a shoulder for you to cry on if they knew that's what you needed. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times, that's why I always tell people, check on your strong friends. Yeah, Check on the friends that you always come to with your problems because I bet you they got a million and one things going on yeah. that they just took up under the bed when you call because it's easier, and I'm speaking from personal experience, it's easier to work out your problems than it is to work out my own problems. Mm-hmm. But, all, but, but what I've been finding is me working through people or helping people work through or supporting them while they work through their issues is shedding light on my own problems mm. and also helping me understand where I am in my work and what's neat, what's next. Mm-hmm. 
But you also have to be open. A lot of us are not open to understand you're still in survival mode. Yeah. And you, a lot of people close people off that way. Yeah, for sure. They isolate because then they don't know, are are you going to be a supportive friend? Or are you mm-hmm. going to be someone like a facade where you assume the position of mm-hmm. someone that's going to support me, but then you, you definitely drop the ball or you fumble the bag? So in your mind, how do you think you can tell the difference between those those two kind of people? Uh, for me, uh, I let actions speak. <laughs> it was a chuckle. Yeah, because I be, have to be mindful of names and stuff. <laughs> uh, I like to uh, let people show me. I like to give people enough room to show me who they really are. Because like we said earlier, um, some people know how to do a lot of good talking. Mm-hmm. Some people know how to finesse. Some people know how to manipulate, you know, huh? Mm. But <laughs> your actions are always going to show what's really going on. Mm-hmm. And I'm a very observing person. Like, I will, I'm watching all the details. I'm watching how your eyebrow quivered. I'm watching how you bit your lip. I'm watching how you slightly turned to the left when you said, like, I'm watching every little thing. So for me, I just give people enough room to show me themselves. I'm very quiet when I first meet somebody or I'm new to an environment. Like when I first got to Nason, for example, I didn't say much. I wasn't in many conversations. I Nothing at all. People didn't even know who I was, and mm-hmm. I liked it like that. Because let me give you enough room to show me who you are. And then when I move forward, I fuck with the people I fuck with strong. Mm-hmm. And the people that I did not talk to, I really didn't feel no need to talk to them. Mm-hmm. You got Andrea. You did not get Cookie. Okay. So I had to be able to let people, give people enough time to show me who they are. Now, some people I completely... Um, I was drawn to automatically and I had to understand, is this a good drawn mm-hmm. energy or is this a bad drawn energy? Cause some magnetic energy isn't positive. Yeah. Some magnetic energy is leeching. Yeah. You want what I have. You want this light. You want this peace. You want this calm so bad that you're attaching to it. Mm-hmm. But what are you giving me? Right. What am I benefiting? And that's what I had to start asking myself. Those are the two questions that I think helped me with this situation. Um, what? How am I benefiting? How are you benefiting? How am I benefiting? And then what's my evidence? What's my evidence? If I feel like you shading me, if I feel like you're doing me wrong, what's my evidence for that? If and I have reasonable evidence, then I'm finna cut your head off. I was going to say, and if you can confirm mm-hmm. the evidence is what it is, mm-hmm. then... It makes it easier. Well, it should mm-hmm. make it easier. Then I can move with confidence. Mm-hmm. I can move knowing that my biggest thing when I'm cutting somebody off or letting go of a situation, did I do all I can do? Mm-hmm. If I did all I can do, peace, deuces. But if I can see where I was like, all right, yeah, you 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 could have shot. You didn't even get a person a chance. You didn't hear him out. You didn't even, you you was mad that day. You was holding <laughs> something else on your shoulders. You know, if I if it was situations where I could be real with myself, and I ain't gotta have this conversation with nobody, I can be real with me. I, if I can't be real with nobody, I know I can be real with mm-hmm. me. So if I can be like, all right, yeah, I know I was wrong. Then I'll try to hit a person out, or I'll give them that small olive branch for closure, where I can let you know that I'm about to cut you out, and. And you have somewhat of ability to to change that narrative, but not much. It'll be more so the level of cordialness. Mm-hmm. If if you know we can key key a little, mm-hmm. but if not, then it's just hello. How are you? Good, good evening. All righty, I'll see you later. All have right, a great one. Have a and great it, and it'd just be that. What about you? 
Um, what was the question? That can't be. <laughs> the question I got was how do you figure out oh, or the decipher? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Side note, I love conversations like this because in my mind, I, I think, or in everybody's mind, you think one way, but then when you hear a different perspective, you don't necessarily adopt that as your own, but right. you kind of blend them together to mm-hmm. help create a better sense of self. Exactly. Especially when it comes to situations like that. But um, I'm horrible when it comes to that. <laughs> Self-awareness. Personally, um, just because I'm, I'm a really nice person and sometimes I'm too nice and mm-hmm. too loyal. And a lot of times in the past, I was always loyal to the wrong people. Mm-hmm. But I found out too late. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm literally, honestly, blind to those type of things. Because if I see somebody needs help and I have the ability to help them, I do it. Yeah. Um, without looking for anything in return. It's just me as a person. Even when I was... Oh, it's so crazy. Because I was talking to my mom the other day. And she was like, you've always been so fucking nice. And I was like, I know. Because I remember Pokemon <laughs> cards was a thing when I was in school. Mm-hmm. And we would go to, like, this store that was, like, an hour away from where we lived. And we would buy, she would buy us, like, Pokemon cards. Mm -hmm. And I would go to school, and we would trade them. But instead of trading, people were like, oh, you got so-and-so card. That's so cool. Oh, you got a holographic one. That's so cool. And I would give it to them because they wouldn't have any. And then my mom, she wouldn't beat my ass, but she'd be like. Scold you. Yeah, (laughs) because we drove all that way, and I spent all the money. Right, and you give shit away. Right, to people that didn't have But. Oh, you're giving it his heart. Okay. But in today's life, I still do the same thing, mm-hmm. honestly, just because I feel like it's, that's my purpose Yeah, is to pour into people mm-hmm. um, because I've been poured into not by people, but just I've been blessed in life and mm-hmm. in health and finances and all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff to, to share it. Yeah. Um, so when it comes to people like friends or dating or what have you I always give me yeah like I I don't and people say you know scale back a little reel it in a little mm-hmm. and it makes perfect sense yeah. right because people say you don't put all your eggs in one basket right. don't give everybody your all period but it's hard for me to do that because that's the only way I know how to be yeah and if I turn it down or dial it back I don't know what that looks like right um, but I have learned that I'm able to discern through people's energy um, what's right. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the evidence isn't physical or tangible, but it's how I feel. Mm-hmm. Um, so I go, I go off of that heavy, which is crazy because when we talked about human design, mm-hmm. it was like I lead with my emotions. Because mm-hmm. um, that's that's my first indicator. Like that's that's what catches the red flags first is mm-hmm. how you make me feel. Mm-hmm. And sometimes if I feel a little off, you know, I still give people the benefit of the doubt, even when I probably shouldn't. Mm-hmm. But when it's literally like kaboom, Hiroshima bomb mm-hmm. situation, when I cut people off, it's off. Like yeah. when it's done, is the done done. Mm-hmm. And I never wanted to get to that point um, just because I don't like confrontation because that's how I grew up. Mm-hmm. Um, so I tried to make everything cordial and, you know, conducive to my energy. Yeah. Um, but I feel like that's for me, the energy that I feel from people lets me know 
if I should invest yeah. my energy into them. And that's real. That's real because, like you said, your human design is your emotional situation. So you should probably make decisions like that. And I think for me, like the situation we were talking about earlier, when I first heard it, it hit me in my gut. It was a gut reaction. It I was, was like, and I think now thinking back over it, it hit me because it was like, this is going to be problematic. Mm -hmm. So the problematic made my gut like mm -hmm. turn up knots. into like knots a little bit because it was like, I, it, I instantly start to see where issues could go wrong. So for me, I go with my gut and I, when, when, when I feel like hell yes. And my gut literally expands. I know that that's something I should lean into, but when my gut like, turns into knots and it feels like all right girl, you gotta go to the bathroom <laughs> um i probably should lean away okay. from those situations and that's just or it's not a good situation or whatever case may be so um if you don't know your human design you know you might need to tap into that listen. to figure out what it is that you you need to listen For to because sure. some people like to be logical yeah and sometimes logics don't get it if it ain't mm -hmm. school yeah if it ain't something that school taught or something that is like in society where it's clearly a process that you can google that is decided upon across nations baby you ain't able to uh go off logic <laughs> with that you gonna have to go off whatever your heart head or gut is telling you to okay because low-key i used to be a very logical person because because we train, we're trained. Yeah, and if it if it um, if it don't make sense, then it just don't make sense. And I will always think like, okay, this happened, did this happen? Which means that should have happened, but that didn't happen, and it went this way. And mm -hmm. it would be so many diagrams in my head to the right. point where I would I would have to figure out the answer because there has to be an answer, right? And there has to be a way that they got there. Mm -hmm. And I, it would be my job to figure out how that happened. And even personally, if I if I messed up or I ended up somewhere, I'm like, how, how the fuck did I get here? Mm -hmm. uh, because there has to be, I did something exactly. that caused me to get here. But mm -hmm. as I got older, that kind of changed. Yeah, that shit don't happen for everybody. Yeah, the same. It, it changed like, uh, like people, well, like people should change their underwear. Yeah. But yes, you should do that. <laughs> For sure, change your underwear. Yes. But yes, human, like, when you introduce that to me, normally I'm, like, skeptical about stuff, even though I'm a very spiritual person. Mm -hmm. um, it resonated because it kind of, timing, it hit me when I needed it mm -hmm. to hit me, and it, it made sense with yeah. what was making sense. Yeah, that's why I try not to push, like, horoscopes and, and human design and... Even meditation, I try not to push that on everybody because when you need it the most, like when I needed it the most and I had no other freaking options, it definitely showed up when it needed to. Mm -hmm. So I was excited about that. So I try not to push it on people, but if you all get to feel like, you, you know, it's time for some introspection it's time for me to really like look inward and see what's going on with me and figure out myself and why do I tick the way I tick sometimes horoscopes sometimes human designs that can give us a little bit more insight into why we're doing what we're doing because it'd be crazy how we'll make decisions we'll we'll have experiences and events going on in our life and we'll look at it and it'll be one way and then you'll read something about someone else or even possibly yourself and you'll be like damn somebody had a completely different perspective than me 
it you can get caught into your own bubble. You yeah. can get caught into your own bubble, and that's why social media sucks sometimes. Yeah. Because you can get caught into your own bubble so badly, you believe that it's factual. Mm-hmm. That ain't factual. Mm-hmm. You have to hear other people's opinions, and then that's where that whole yes man and yes woman thing comes Ooh. into play. That's why I'm so uh, so. Oh, it was so. That. It was the, yes, that's why I'm so it. bold, and I try to speak my mind uh, so strongly because. I'm not a yes woman. I'm not finna tell you yes because you're my friend. Like I would tell James, no, you're dead she ass wrong. Tells me no a lot. You need to calm your happy ass down. <laughs> like you're doing too fucking much. Like and and I get reaffirmed every morning. I check my horoscope and they be like, be, be brutally honest because everybody out here sugarcoating that shit. Listen, I need to write down who the fuck is sending you these horoscopes so I can just tell them to ease up. <laughs> but no, because. It be people, they be having too many yes people yeah. around them, and they just be like, and I be sitting there like, this nigga's a delusion. <laughs> you been sitting around these folks that been telling you you right because you they so used to be mm-hmm. right in their school term, and mm-hmm. they think you know right in their life term, but them two different schools. Yeah. Them two different schools, and I'm in the process of trying to merge the two. Okay. No, I'm, and that's why I literally maybe talked to four people about it's literally like four people that know everything that is going on in my life you are definitely number one um because i agree i hate yes people mm-hmm. i don't want to sometimes i don't want to be right yeah they can get you killed listen you be dead ass wrong don't listen, know. and broke like who be broke hell no ma'am so it's i think it's important to have that balance of friends like yes have the friends who gonna have your back regardless mm-hmm. but also have those friends that'll be like, bitch. Actually, you know damn well. You know you're wrong. And it's okay if it's the same person, cause yeah. you're the you're the same person for me. Mm-hmm. Um, which is why I think before I ask you, cause in order to receive that, you have to be in the space where you can be okay with being wrong. Yeah, yeah, no, and and I and honestly, that's I will say that's one thing Nasum has taught me. Sometimes you you wrong, bitch. Like you ain't right all the time. Like some shit, yeah. With your homegirls, girl, you be right here. You you got that shit down. But this is a new demographic of people. You don't know these people. Mm-hmm. You know they signs and stuff like that. But you don't know all the other stuff that you know make them a whole person. So you have to give people chances to let them show you who they is. Okay. Um, and and then you can truly learn them as a person and and understand that sometimes you're wrong. Cause sometimes. I don't know if it's my negative black mind that's thinking worst case scenario all the time. So I try to give people the benefit of the doubt. Prove me wrong. I'm okay with you proving me wrong, especially when I'm thinking worst case scenario. I want you, especially if you black. Oh my God. If you black and I'm thinking worst case scenario, please baby, prove me wrong. <laughs> please prove me wrong. Okay. That hit that. that was yeah. Good. That one did. Cause <laughs> my God. I, sometimes you know the stigmas and the stereotypes they get over on your own people sometimes. Yeah. But baby, prove me wrong. I won't be mad. I'll probably be happier. Yes. And then also people have to understand with failure, with lessons, with being wrong, you're still learning. Oh my God. You're still learning. Literally. You got to be not stubborn to be so butthurt about the hurt. What was the lesson? It's it's hard. Not the butthurt part. Because I can get past the butt her part. But I think people are afraid to fail. 
mm-hmm. and speaking as I'm people, uh, a lot of times people don't want to try mm-hmm. because they don't want the worst case scenario to happen. Right. And then some people who, like myself, who are going to try regardless mm-hmm. and still, you know, don't want to fail, mm-hmm. it's hard in the moment to to think about, okay, well, if it doesn't work out or if I don't get the job or if I don't get the raise, what happens then? Right. It's hard to see that part of it. Mm-hmm. And because it's unknown, it's scary. Yeah. But one thing I learned is that everything in life as an adult, speaking of, like, from that perspective, mm-hmm. everything in life is a risk. For sure. And you you can either do two things. You cannot take it, mm-hmm. or you can be your true, authentic self, take it, and hope for the best. Yes, for sure. Th- those are the only two options in life. That's it. That's the thing. Everything after you choose that path is branches, and it could be all the variables and stuff like mm-hmm. we talked about earlier. But when you get to that fork in the road, when you have to make that decision, that, that determines... The future. Yeah. And I'm the type of person, every time I get to that fork in the road, I will always choose to be who I am and hope for the best. Yeah. And I and I think a lot, to go back to what you said about planning, uh, I think planning and manifesting are kind of one and the same mm-hmm. to a certain extent. Uh, a lot of people that I hear succeed, they say, oh, I didn't make a second option. Mm-hmm. It was just the first option. Mm-hmm. I didn't. And I understand that, that you know, that work for some people. Don't work for <laughs> nah, definitely I not. think it's about finding a happy medium. It's about that balance between planning and manifesting. Mm-hmm. All right, shit may not go how I want it to go. Let me spend some time to make a plan if it don't go. But after I finish that plan, I put that plan under the bed. I put that plan under a rock. I don't utilize that. I don't break the glass on that plan unless it's an emergency. Mm-hmm. I act as if that plan is not there, but I I move with confidence that that plan is there because after I finish that plan, everything is manifesting plan A. Mm-hmm. I'm not sitting here worried about plan A, plan B because I I, oh, I can put my bottom dollar on it. The next thought after overanalyzing plan A and plan B, your ass going to want a plan C. Okay. And you're going to be so wrapped up in making all these plans, you're not manifesting shit mm. to actually happen. You're just sitting around planning. So, yes, you, you, you make yourself a little backup plan, but you put all that mind force, all of your positive insides, anything you can fathom up, you put that towards whatever the hell you're going towards. And please let that be something that's beneficial for you and whoever else you're engaging that with. Because mm-hmm. I think that's that's the thing. African-Americans, we think worst case scenario, we, we and we don't understand that's what we're manifesting for ourselves. But also, we can't move with confidence because how do we know it's that gray area? Right. How do I move with confidence in the gray area? Mm-hmm. We got to work on that faith. We got to build that faith. And it's okay to have a plan B. But it's not okay to use that plan B as a crutch. Mm-hmm. You need to move as if that plan B is not there. Because mm-hmm. then I feel like you'll always be waiting for the other shoe to drop. Exactly. And then in that waiting for the other shoe to drop, you're mad, your thoughts are that this shoe is going to drop. Mm-hmm. You don't have faith. Mm-hmm. And I think it all ties into 
the fear of failure or the fear mm-hmm. of things not working out. Or right, the fear the of not be. being able to control. Mm-hmm. You're not pulling the strings on this. Mm-hmm. You're not the one that says this, that, and the third. But what I want all of us to understand that I feel like social media has got us messed up all. We is not good. Mm-mm. We don't pull the strength. We ain't even really in control over shit for real. For real. If you want to be clear, you I literally saw, and this is gonna be so kind of lift field. <laughs> I saw this video on Facebook, and it was literally just a whole bunch of pictures this person drew, mm-hmm. and the picture went from this little nice little uh, lady. She looked like she she looked like she could have been like Medusa cousin, okay, or something like that. But it was like clearly artwork. And then it snapped out and it snapped out to like where she was location wise. And then it snapped out again to like the region. And then it snapped out again to like earth. And then it snapped out again to like the solar system. And then it snapped. It was basically to show you like how basically how small we really are in the context of the whole world. Yeah. And then it kept going to like some real deep shit when it was like, okay, the earth is in the ocean and then it's an alien looking at that and then it was oh. a white man looking at the alien oh, and then it was okay. some, a group of aliens looking at the white man looking at And I'm just like, <laughs> oh, baby, we didn't... Okay. And, and, but that also was to show me, baby, I don't know what the fuck is really going on out here. That ain't none of my goddamn business. What my business is waking up every day and making sure I'm happy mm-hmm. and, and whatever I'm doing to, in that day is going to lead back to pouring into my cup. Mm-hmm. I can pour into other motherfucking cup, but I need my cup at least half full mm-hmm. or it need to be some in my cup at yeah. the end of the day. We, and I was just sitting over there like, damn, am I going to go on a rabbit hole to see if the aliens is really looking at the white man, because I know the white man looking at the aliens, but the, the alien could be looking at the, the group of aliens could be looking at the white man, looking at the alien. He think he in control, but he ain't. But he not. So I was just like, no, because I, if I, if I find out that the aliens looking at the white man, what the fuck is I'm going to do about it? Okay. So that means it's time to start. Yeah. Visual has ended. So this is where the visual will end you guys. But what is I supposed to do about it? There's literally nothing I can nothing. do about that. So, baby, some stuff is not in your control, and that's okay. Because if it was, your ass would be stressed the fuck out, somewhere shaking it um, on the street corner. <laughs> that's why you got to be careful about psychedelics. Because I, pe- I heard that people that do psychedelics, they get exposed to what's really going on. Mm-hmm. And they freak all their ass out. But that's because you got to learn how to do that shit accordingly. Uh, mushrooms and stuff. Exactly. Because then you get to thinking, all right, well... It's some more. It's some more things here at play. I'm definitely not in control. So <laughs> everybody, just be careful with your level of conscience that you are now. If you want to get into your higher self, that's cool. But just be mindful that you 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 don't want the control you think you want. Yeah, cause what what would you do with it? What would you do with it? That's why a lot of people with power with power and money like they go crazy. Yeah, cause they get that control that everybody craves. Mm-hmm. And they be like, this is what they wanted? This is what it... But now what? Right. This is a lot of pressure. Mm-hmm. I got to go all these knees. I don't never <laughs> get laid on. <laughs> Where my family at? Like, you got all these zoom. questions. All these zooms. <laughs> so, yeah. That's but that was cool. my rant. <laughs> now I'm here for it. I'm here for it. Because it makes sense. Um, and I feel like the only thing that we haven't touched on is, is like, the communication part of not being in control. Mm-hmm. And... Fear of failure. Like, what does communication look like when you are moving in spaces um, and you have a plan B, but you want to be uh, moving forward and manifesting whatever it is that you want? What does communication look like with 
that job or that friend mm-hmm. or that partner or that dog or whatever. <laughs> How in my mind, just like I think there's a such thing as being uh, too open or mm-hmm. or oversharing mm, for sure. Um, you can tell them people ain't never talk. They probably only children and stuff. Yeah. Uh, and I feel like it could be it could be a thing because, like I said, if people aren't ready to receive whatever you're sharing, like if you if you have that friend that isn't in a mindset to to receive whatever you're going through, mm-hmm. it just falls on deaf ears, and then you you're stuck. Right? Like you're then you you're at. left feeling frustrated because you didn't put your best preacher shoes on and went out here and stood on your soapbox, and they was just like. But you don't understand, babe. I understand. I heard what the hell you said, and I'm giving you a solution. Why the fuck are you not hearing me, babe? Because they're not ready to hear. Mm. They want to be sad in their issues mm-hmm. and their problems. And sometimes as a friend, as a therapist, as a confidant, you have to be able to let people stay in their shit for a little while mm-hmm. if that's what they want to be. They have to get tired of their shit and mm-hmm. want to get out of it first. Mm-hmm. Uh, but as and on that aspect of communication, honesty. Uh, be honest. I had to be honest. It hurts you to, it hurts me to see you keep going back to this nigga. I had to tell one of my homegirls that it hurts me. It makes, it triggers me on some past shit that I thought I got over when you keep going back to him and I see so much in you like people saw in me and I kept going back to that nigga. Mm. That's why I'm mad at you. I see that you had goals and aspirations before this nigga like I had goals and aspirations and now I remember not knowing if those were my goals and aspirations anymore. So ain't no telling how you feeling. And mm-hmm. a lot of times it just be projection. Yeah. It be projection of your own shit. So being honest, you can be out, you can put that out in the open and get that open communication. Cause then I write down, she just done told me some shit that was very vulnerable. And, and now I see why she moving like that. Now I'm finna take something that I ain't never see. I'm probably, probably finna tell the truth about something I ain't mm-hmm. never. And it's just that, that level of honesty in that communication, that raw, rugged honesty opens the door for more honesty. But like I said, that person has to be willing. And you got to be able to be real with yourself to be like, can I take that rejection? Mm-hmm. If I say this and I'm wrong, can I handle that? Can I handle it? And a lot of times they won't be, and that'll right. start an argument. Cause no, what happened? What, what remember yeah. when? Da, 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 da. But baby, you have so much shit happen behind the scenes. You ain't know. Mm-hmm. Did they ain't tell you? Cause you didn't get them a safe environment yet to tell them. Cause you keep telling, trying to tell them they wrong. So it it, it be that honesty. I feel like is a big contributor to that. Yeah. What my about you? my three big things are have always been honesty, openness, and communication. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like in any relationship, whether it be personal or professional. If you are honest with people and yourself, mm-hmm. you can never, or you should never be disappointed. Yeah. If you are open with yourself and other people involving each other or situations, mm-hmm. then you can never be disappointed because, or you should never be disappointed because you are aware of what's going on. Right. At all times or whenever, however. And communication because it ties everything together in my book because everybody isn't meant to know everything. Mm-hmm. And that's a good thing. Cause if you knew everything, we'd be in the same space. Like, okay, now what? Right. You know it all. Okay. What are you going to do with it? Exactly. Um, and it takes away from choice um, mm-hmm. because you, you already know how things are going to turn out. You know, the answers. So 
you just here. Right. Like, you're not really living life because you already know how things are going to play out. But I feel like communication can be the greatest tool because it helps with things like fear mm-hmm. of the unknown. It helps with things like uh, gaining understanding when it comes to dealing with people from different backgrounds because we're, everybody's different. And the only way you can learn about somebody is through communication. Mm-hmm. And through that communication, you learn the type of person they are, so you learn how to interact with them. You learn if you even want to interact exactly. with them. And uh, how how that relationship or that friendship or whatever can be beneficial to both of you. Because essentially, if you work with somebody and you never talk to them, that work environment is going to be weird AF. Yeah, for sure. But if you interact with them, then you kind of know, okay, you know, she cool. Or, mm-hmm. oh, you know, I don't really fuck with him because I see how he rock. But you're cordial because you're coworkers. So conversations, to me, are the answer. Yeah. And there's no path. There's no one, two, three, four. But the ultimate answer is conversation. Mm-hmm. And from there, it's wherever you want to go. However yeah. you want to take it, you have many options. But that conversation allows you to be open, allows you to be honest, and gives you the opportunity to make a decision on where you want to go. Yeah. And I, and I think, as you were saying that, what popped into my head um, on the lines of conversation and communication, uh, the community that you keep, the company that you keep that is where I feel like that directly correlates to Nick's after communication is put on the table and it's clear. Some people won't receive that. Mm-hmm. I literally seen a video last night and it said a lot of times people want to change who they are. Cause it's not shit, not working out for you. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times it's need, you need to change your environment. You need to change who you're around. If, if communication isn't working out, if manifestation isn't working out, if trying to be clear and concise and being on time, if all the things we talked about today didn't work out, a lot of times it's the company you keep, the community that you have. If they're not fostering all of these positive things, like it's going to be very, very hard. Like, okay, I, I learn, I'm learning all these new communication skills and these different personality types and different attachments and, and different traumas that people could go through. And I'm trying to really put that, apply that into my life and take it with me. And then I'm understanding that some of these people don't align with where I'm going. When we have conversations, they're not in, in, in engaged. They don't know how to keep up. And that's okay. Mm-hmm. I have to understand that if I want to pe- keep this person a part of my community, I may have to do some adjusting mm-hmm. to where they are, what role they play, because I need the strongest of warriors around me because mm-hmm. I'm a strong warrior myself. Mm-hmm. So what the fuck I look like having a whole bunch of flunkies around me, a whole bunch of yes men. Them, them bullies don't never last. Yeah. Them leaders, them bullies, they have a whole bunch of flunkies around them. They don't have no real opinion. They can't tell them no. They never last. Mm-mm. It always is the leader. It always the person on top that have somebody that ain't willing to tell them yes when they want to. That's willing to give them the dirty girt. Literally on the movie Django. <laughs> if, if if Calvin Candy didn't have Samuel Jackson as his flunky, but willing to tell him about himself behind closed doors, that would have went worse than it went. A lot of times we need those people around us that's willing to say no, that's willing to say yes, that's willing to give you a different perspective. Like, 
just change things up. Don't go with what you say mm-hmm. all the time. We need that. That's literally how we learn. So that, that, that was just my little add on to that. Because I, I, I was like, ooh, we, we, we in it. And I'm here for it. Yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, it's a lot. Because mm-hmm. um, it's, it's big. People used to tell me all the time that I overshare. Um, I know I did. Because I was the only child. Babe, I don't get to talk. It be a whole bunch of grown people talking in my house. I don't never get to be in a conversation. So I'm finna talk you down. You hear me? Yeah. I overshare a lot. Not as much anymore as I used to. But I overshare when I get excited about something. Mm -hmm. Or my mood is like happy or any type of positive emotion. Then I'm ready to like tell people about it. Yeah. Um, And it it happens faster than I can think. And I, I like after I be like, oh shit, maybe I shouldn't have said right. that. Right, maybe I could have kept that one. But it's to too myself. late, and you can't unsend it. Um, like text messages now. Right, you could. That's so. That's so beneficial, but not really because. Because legit, I probably sent a text message that I couldn't unsend, and it's too late, and I'm yeah. just hoping that it turns out well. Yeah, that's why I said. I said, man, I just need to like. Can I get, do you know how back in the day on TV they used to like sneak into the person's house, try to oh, get their yes, phone and, and delete, delete it. it? Yeah. We had thing? to still had to do that. <laughs> I said, what if we still had to do that? Listen, that would be so much fucking work, bro. So much. I would be so pissed because I would have to fill out my gas tank so many times. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I no, that just time. means somebody need to stop being so impulsive, huh? Yeah. Huh? What's your proof? What was your proof, huh? My proof of whatever the hell you was overdoing that you needed to go back and yeah. See, that's what I'm saying, man. So it was just a moment where I got excited. Mm-hmm. And I was happy, mm-hmm. and I shared not like a photo or nothing, but like I shared something mm-hmm. that I don't know if they were ready to receive. Mm-hmm. So it's now in the waiting period oh, to yeah, see. That's always the shitty part. Okay, yep, it's that gray area. It's, it's the, that gray area. I'm again. in the gray area now, so I'm trying to go with it until mm-hmm. it presents itself. Right, right. Um, and I'm just hoping for the best. Mm-hmm. Let it give it time to make it make sense. Yeah. The thing still like freaking out a little bit, yeah, just because you don't know, uh huh. But we gotta hope for the best every time we think about we don't know, we just say, Well, we're hoping for the best, yeah. That need to be our follow up. I don't know how this shit gonna go, but I'm I'm hoping for the best, though. But I'm hoping for the best, and really mean that shit. Like, like try to find something on your insides that you can hold on to that be like, Yes, this is actually gonna happen until you like really, really like can be with that feeling. Cause your, your, your mind know when you be lying to yourself, mm-hmm. you know, when you really not feeling it. And if you really can't feel it, if nothing in you is allowing you to feel it, then that's the issue. It's the issue there. It's the issue with them. It's the issue with you. It's the issue somewhere in there that needs to be worked out before it can work out. Mm-hmm. And that's the reason why it could be the reason why it's still in the gray area. Mm-hmm. It ain't moved to black or white yet. Cause it's some shit that need to be worked out. If you really want to move to black or white right now, it may not move the way you want it to. Mm-hmm. So you might want to give it some chance, some time and, stay in and the see gray what area. the hell you're supposed to be learning in this gray area. So when you get to black or white, you can move with confidence. Okay. So thing, man. Yeah. But it looks like it's time, y'all. We gotta go. It's been fun. Any final thoughts? Um, learn how to say no. That's what I'm finna learn how to try to work on. I've been telling people that, and I'm thank God I forgot how to say no. <laughs> so I'm finna learn how to say no. So y'all need to learn how to say no, and be on lookout for the visuals because we have some visuals coming this time. Okay. And um, what else? 
If you need to talk to somebody, call a friend. If you don't have a friend you can call, get a new community. <laughs> Add some more people, pieces to your community because if you sad and you ain't got nobody to call, that's a problem. Mm-hmm. That's a problem. And I don't mean your mama. You don't need to call your mama all the time. You was grown now. You don't need to keep calling that lady worry, huh? With all these problems of the world. She don't know how to work them out. We don't know how to work. We don't know how to, we only know how to give advice for school issues. Mm-hmm. Call house math. School issues. <laughs> Love, life, and then depends on the job. Cause if it's a career, sometimes they don't have a blueprint. Mm-hmm. You gotta figure that out on your own. If you wanna get on TV, you wanna be an artist, music artist, you gotta figure that out on your own. So don't keep calling your mama wearing her dad. She do not know how to get you on one of six ball. <laughs> she do not know. So that's just my my final thought. I'm here for it. <laughs> What's your final thought, James? Um, oh shit, it's gonna be deep. Here we go. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I've been so I've been so deep lately. I don't know what's going on with me. I need to get out of this. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, I'm working on it as well. But try to find time to find the comfort in the gray areas. Because mm. um, what you just said at the end hit home for me. Um, and, and and people wanting the black or white sometimes. When you get the black or white, you don't know how to navigate it because you skipped steps. Mm-hmm. And the steps are the gray area right. of getting to know people, learning the job, whatever the case may be. The gray area is the the safety net. Mm-hmm. Um, it's how I took it. And I'm learning how to move through the gray area and be comfortable in it. Um, So anybody else out there who is struggling with something, um, the struggle is the gray area because it's uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, And a lot of times we have to learn to live in that space until we get to black um, and take everything on, you know, roll the punches, but still, you know, swing hard and and give it your all. Period. Um, But... We support you. You can do it. Yeah. Si se puede. Si se puede. Si se puede. <laughs> I do remember that. <laughs> I do remember that one from my childhood. Y'all take it easy. Have a great week. All right. We'll see you guys next time. It's your boy, James Woods, the third. And it's your girl, Cook Don One, Cook the Thugger. And we out. Bye. I'm in the big leagues. Tony don't miss me. Balling like Houston. Hey, feeling like Whitney. I need a bag, bruh. Send it through quickly. I'm making his dog like I'm in the big leagues. Told him that I gotta go, dog. I'm riding a road, y'all. I think that I'm back in my.